0: Podcast all around the world where I explore one country every week. Do you remember the clue I gave you to guess this week's country? Well, this week's country is home to a very popular festival which uses tomatoes. The Tomatina Festival. You guessed it. It's Spain. Spain is home to a wide variety of yummy, yummy food. But now tell me, what's the first dish that comes to your mind when you say Spain? It's the paella, right? Well, if you didn't know this, originally, paella is a dish which is Valencian. I would have never guessed that. So today, I found a few more tasty Spanish dishes to talk about. Gaspacho Gaspacho is traditionally drunk from a glass or traditional Spanish bowl and it comes as an appetizer in Spain. Spanish Gaspacho is a classic tapa dish and the ultimate summer soup in Spain. The Tortilla Española Tortilla Española is a simple tapas dish made of slow cooked caramelized onions and potatoes in olive oil and eggs. This famous food from Spain looks more like a quiche than an omelette. Tortilla Espanola is served sliced or squeezed between bread into a sandwich. Chorizo The list of Spanish food from Spain wouldn't be complete without Iberico-chorizo. Spanish pork sausage with sweet and spicy paprika flavor is known as chorizo. To be a bit more precise, this fresh or cured Spanish sausage is made of chopped pork, marinated in pimentin, which is Spanish paprika, herbs, spices, and white wine, which Spain is also famous for. And finally, churros con chocolate. Churros with chocolate or churros con chocolate are undeniably a Spanish favorite dessert. Actually, Spaniards eat their beloved churros daily while sipping coffee for breakfast. Typical Spanish breakfast includes dipping churros in ooh, dark chocolate. Coffee and some sweets for breakfast? Wow! It can't get better than that, can it? Did you know there is a 300-year-old restaurant in Madrid that opened in 1725 and continues to be open today? The name of this restaurant is El Restaurante Botin. There's a little bit of history behind that. In 1606, the court returned to Madrid, and in 1620, with the refurbishments of the Plaza Mayor, previously the Plaza de Arrabal, the area became this main commercial enclave in the city, with shoemakers, tanners, cutlers, braziers, and blacksmiths. The street in the area even adopted the name of the trades carried out there, Ribera de Cortidores, The Tanner's Bank, Plaza de Heradores, Blacksmith Plaza, and of course Calle Chutileros, Cutlery Street. It was on one of these streets where a French cook by the name of Jean Botin arrived in Madrid together with his wife, who was a native of Austa- Asturias with the intention of working for a nobleman from the court of Habsburg. In 1725, a nephew of Botin's wife opened a small inn on the Calle Chuchileros and carried out a refurbishment to the ground floor of the building, closing the existing arcade, of course. Evidence of this work remains in the form of a slab at the building's entrance which features the date. The wooden oven also dates from that year and even today continues to attract diners with its, wow, oh so tempting aromas. In the 20th century, the Emilio, Emilio Gonzalez and his family took over the ownership of Botine, which at that point, the restaurant was one floor. The basement was used as a wine cellar and the second and third floor was where the family lived. During the civil war, everyone except Emilio fled to to a small village. Botin was used mainly to serve military members during this hard and difficult period. After the war, Emilio's sons Antonio and Jose took control of the restaurant and expanded it to what it is today. If you go to Botin, then remember to order their speciality. Cochin Nilo, which is Roast Suckling Pig and Cordero lechal, which is Roast Suckling Lamb. Other than food, Botin is also interesting to people who love literature or history as it has been mentioned in many novels. In fact, it is said that Ernest Hemingway was a frequent visitor and became very close friends with Emilio Gonzalez. Also, the famous painter Francesco de Goya was once a waiter and dishwasher in botine before he was accepted in the Royal Academy of Fine Arts, of course. Did you know there is a superstition Where on New Year's Eve in Spain, you have to eat 12 grapes? This is a really fun tradition dating back more than a century ago when after a particularly good harvest, the grape producers decided to sell uvas de la suerte, which means lucky grapes. The 12 grapes are eaten after dinner when the clock strikes midnight on December 31st. This is believed to bring good luck in the year to come. Here's another fact about food from Spain. Spain is the world's largest olive oil producer. 45% of all olive oil in the world is produced in Spain. This means Spain produces twice as much olive oil as Italy and almost four times more than Greece. Wow, I did not know that. Now let's look into some really weird facts from Spain about their history. Did you know Spain did not participate in either the first or second world war? Really? I never knew that. Well, speaking of invasions, when the Romans invaded Spain, They built the Tower of Hercules in Echoronia during the first century and it is the only fully preserved and functioning Roman lighthouse in the world. Keeping on the theme with Romans, did you know that Romans invaded Spain for about 700 years? Yes, I'm not joking, 700 years. That's a long time. The first novel is attributed to a Spaniard. Spanish author Cervantes is known for his Don Quixote novel which was written in 1605. Don Quixote is considered to be one of the first modern novels in the world. Here are a few more wacky facts about Spain. A zip line connects Spain and Portugal? It only takes 60 seconds to cross the border on zip zipline. It is built on a river 150 meters wide between the two countries. Wow, now that sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, this one I'm not sure you're going to believe. But I promise you it's definitely true and I didn't make it up. A 47-story skyscraper in Spain, just remember 47 stories, has no elevator. Now remember, I didn't make this up, okay? It's definitely true. Despite the beret being associated with France, the Basques in the northeast of Spain invented it. Wow, I would have never guessed that one. The first astronaut spacesuit was developed in Spain in 1935. Now, we are coming to our favorite of all the interesting facts about Spain. Breaks, free time, and siestas are a huge part of everyday Spanish culture. And finally, Spain has a really rich culture. For example, The cave paintings of Altamira in Cantabria, northern Spain, date back to as far as 35,500 years ago and were created during the Upper Paleolithic period. The charcoal and polychrome drawings and paintings which depict animals and handprints in varying shades are exceptionally well preserved thanks to the depths of the caves. The ceiling of the cave features the paintings of a herd of now extinct steppe bison as well as deer, wild boar and horses. This is, is, is written down as a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Also the flamenco which is a very popular dance in Spain consists of a flamboyant dance accompanied by guitar music and song, which at its best is the true classical performance art of Spain. Spain is an awesome country that I will surely visit when I grow up. Gracias! Adios! Hasta pronto! Thank you. Bye. See you soon. Don't forget to tune in next time for my next podcast. Let me leave you with a clue. Next week's country is home to the instrument bagpipes. Bye.